0: the wedding was actually gorgeous oh, but sure. i mean it was like so apparent like tim's side the vanderbrook side versus like the oliver side from kentucky just absolute <laughs> shit face <laughs> americans just so- falling over <laughs> fainting at the table <laughs> Hey,
1: y'all, it's Lace. It's Catherine, and this is a catch-up episode of Cheaty's Podcast. That's right. Y'all, if you are a new listener or an old listener, it doesn't matter. Let's break it down. We do do two different types of episodes. So I know we got a lot of new people lately. Um, Every other week, we have an interview episode. Someone tells us a cheating story, whether they cheated or they got cheated on. And then every other week, we do this. We catch up. We just want to see what's going on in our lives. We're both stand-up comedians. Uh, we, you know, the other one is just
0: an excuse for this 100%. one.
1: Hundred percent. We, <laughs> if we could just talk to ourselves about ourselves um, every week, we would. But yes, yeah, so this is what this is. It's a catch-up. So you're not going to hear a cheating story uh, because we couldn't call it meaties. <laughs> Why haven't we been calling this meaties? This is the cheaties know. meaties. We've only done it for three years. Over oh, three years. And because uh, we both got a lot of meat. That's hilarious. The the All right, the, we're changing okay, the it it. meat. It's not a catch-up episode this a anymore. This is the fur all right. This is this is good. We're in season six now anyway, so fuck it. New title. Uh the ones with the with the guests, cheaties. <laughs> the ones without the guests, meaties. Meaties. <laughs> Oh, man.
0: Or we really, if it's about us, we could call it Wheaties. Oh, but then that's we, it.
1: That's it. But oh, then, no, but then it's Wheaties, which is I the whole thing, the knockoff.
0: So, and when we started this podcast, Chidi's, and made our images look similar to the Wheaties mm-hmm. box, everyone said, they said, don't do that. Wheaties is going to send you a cease and desist. They're going to destroy you. And we've been waiting. And the thing is, they... They looked into it and they said, they're not big enough. This doesn't affect us. (laughs) This does not affect us in any way. In what way whatsoever. This isn't even a blip on our radar. No, Not even kind of. We yeah. have to move on. We have to remove all those boxes with Tiger Woods on the front. <laughs> yeah. <and> no.
1: <laughs> which was the campaign from the beginning. Oh, uh, that's uh, so okay. funny. Yeah. Cause all if right. they had to remove all the cheating athletes off of all their boxes, <laughs> this they is would a have bigger the,
0: issue. <laughs> no
1: we boxes. have to take,
0: <laughs> we, uh, who else did they have on their box? Uh, Tiger Woods, they had Bill Cro- Cosby on there. <laughs>
1: um Brad Pitt was he a cheater oh he was yeah remember um yeah come on okay Aniston Jolie okay all right but anyway so we're gonna talk some shit um just about our lives but Catherine we've both had quite an interesting uh last couple weeks yours much more so than mine so I'm dying to hear you got to go to a wedding in Belgium I saw that you hung out under the Eiffel Tower Um, all day one day. I am, I have not talked to you and I'm dying to hear how this trip went. So,
0: okay. My friend from high school, or God, it's the second grade, lived across the street. We found out we're distance cousins. We've grown up together. She stayed in Louisville, went to university of Kentucky, like, you know, like an hour south of Louisville afterwards, like moved back to Louisville, uh, bought a house in Louisville, started working for a Louisville company, young brands that her dad worked like, st- you know, very, yeah, very Louisville life. Like people yeah. stay in Louisville, don't leave Louisville. Right. And she just like one day, like late twenties was like, I can't, I can't, I can't do it. I gotta, I gotta live my life. I gotta do something else. Louisville's very much one of those like big town, big, large, small towns. Right. Oh yeah. yeah. Got into grad school in London, sold her house, sold everything, packed it all up. Went to London, had the time of her life. Has never even like really left the country besides a family trip to Hawaii. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. Just and then and met this guy in her class from Belgium. Fell in love. They what? have since like have traveled the world together. Um, he finally then they fell in love and then COVID happened. And um, she lost her visa and had to come back. He couldn't come back from the States for forever. It was like long distance love. Mm. Um, they, that she moved to Austin, Texas. Uh, they had to get married undercover for him to get his green card so he could come to Austin, Texas with her. And so they finally, oh. they were like, we're going to have a big wedding in Belgium with his family. Oh,
1: and that's cool. Oh, that's really fucking cool. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. And, uh, what, what, good for her, too. I, I love those stories of like, homegrown never left and then just like fucking up oh no she's like a world yeah. traveler now like she, i mean i that's think they'll so probably
0: cool. end up in london but they're probably gonna move to switzerland for a while like yeah. the, they'll probably be just jet setters for the rest of their lives now so that's really uh cool. yeah so we go we uh we meet our uh, kevin i go we meet our other uh my other like high school friends um uh, we land in amsterdam we travel. we go to antwerp belgium this is the craziest thing. So the it's a beautiful wet or beautiful cathedral in mm-hmm. Antwerp, Belgium, right? Yeah, and I saw the pictures. I mean, holy shit, dude! It's that it was, was unreal.
1: Uh,
0: the the people, it's like a tourist site though. that people come to see, so it oh, felt yeah. like the royal wedding because people were there to see, and they're like, "Oh my god, there's a real wedding!" So when she walked out, there was like paparazzi. There was like people like, "It's That's a bride! Cool. It's a bride!" and they were like taking pictures. That's of her. cool. Um, it was beautiful. the The, the cathedral. It, I mean, the entire time I was just looking around. Like the littlest itty bitty teeny tiny details are yeah. immaculate and gorgeous, oh, sure. and it's everywhere. Like there's like beautiful baby golden angels like scattering the the uh, dome on top of it. it's just gorgeous. uh I mean, probably so out. Old there's all these tourists. Yes, too, right. Yeah. It's probably so we, like. Yeah, God knows how old. Yeah, it just—I mean, but it just—and they were doing it like half in. He's like Flemish, is what they call. It. Yeah, like oh I got a lot of Flem in me. <laughs> uh, and, and so, uh, it's so true. They—it was so like true. half, I guess, in Dutch. Yeah, half in English. I think That's it. Yep. Um, so we leave Antwerp. We all take a bus. This is where the reception is. We take a bus out to a castle out in like the countryside, in between Antwerp and uh, Bruges. Uh, closer to where he's from. There's just like a castle that some, back in the day, some other countries, king and queen, when they would visit yeah. Belgium, would stay. Wow. The, now, this is, this is the thing that the American... I don't really think we realized what was happening. So we probably got there out there. It's about a 45-minute drive, bus ride, right? So we get there at like 2.45. It's a little cocktail hour. Gorgeous, gorgeous castle. Gorgeous looking over like pond and meadows everywhere it's beautiful we see a little sign uh the wedding like the dinner starts at 6 p.m mm-hmm. and then the, and then below that it's like the first bus to pick you up to go back uh well the first one arrives at one thirty a.m if you don't want to take that bus the next one will arrive at 4 a.m that's a late night and we're like what how are we this is normal people oh, are
1: party all this is what night they, do. they
0: just yeah they just like invite all their friends they're like if we're gonna have a party we're gonna have a party that's fucking like, well. completely normal for them but like so the cocktail hour was three and a half hours long this and is my like, type of people a- this every, is amazing all, all of us americans are looking around like we're like th- we're obviously there's like a bourbon bar and everything yeah. so from kentucky and a bunch of stuff and like so we're throwing back shots looking around like how are we even going to make it to the wedding? Like how, and like, and we're realizing we're looking out, everybody from Belgium is like, you know, sipping water in between and like, and they like piss themselves. And we're sitting here like, I can't believe they would do this to us. I can't believe they're making us do this. We just, we were like, you could. We are so used to like a four hour wedding, you know, where we're like, we have to get you got to pack it the get go. You got to like, pack it in real fast. Like, yeah. How does she expect us to last this long? Do shot, 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 champagne flute, b- bourbon on the rocks. Oof. Uh, so it was. I mean, by the time the 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 wedding was actually gorgeous oh, but sure. i mean it was like so apparent like tim's side the vanderbrook side versus like the oliver side from kentucky just <laughs> absolute <laughs> shit-faced americans just bunking, so- falling <laughs> over fainting at the table they're they're over here like tucking their little napkins into their shirts <laughs> sitting up properly upright uh just uh, uh, i mean we did it we did it we didn't represent well but it was so, it was so cute her dad uh he's such like a like they have such a cute father-daughter relationship he yeah. was such a good old southern guy he uh they had like this fa- their favorite country song that they um were gonna dance to and he- butterfly kisses no, it wasn't. But I don't even remember what it was. I, I didn't even recognize it. But he goes. Uh, I have a special version of it, and he went into a recording studio and recorded him singing it. I'm and gonna it was, cry. It was, I'm gonna cry. I mean, oh, there was no Damn one it. in that whole place that wasn't crying. It was so sweet. Uh, but is he a good singer? <laughs> I I went to the bathroom during and came back and I was like, "Who is that singing?" I couldn't. I was like, "That's a country singer that's singing that a cappella." He was so good, which makes me believe. Oh that no pop singer is actually good because that I'm sure whoever he was in that recording studio doctored that. Cause it was they good. They did some, some magic. Yeah. It was good. Or he's and, just a
1: secretly uh, s- a secret country star, you know? I hell mean.
0: no. Dickie Oliver from Savannah, georgia is not It isn't, <laughs> it, 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 it hasn't, I haven't heard those pipes in 60 years. You know, like he, <laughs> that hasn't
1: doctored. Um, but this is just a it, real it was, quick, this is giving me a lot of flashbacks from my wedding five years ago, which was so similar. It was the same. So we got married in an, an abandoned church uh, turned comedy mm-hmm. club. Mm-hmm. And so our reception was downstairs. And then afterward, we all walked upstairs mm-hmm. or the, the ceremony downstairs. And then we walked upstairs all from, the way up the steps, all the way up the stairs for yeah. the ceremony. And, um, there was uh, waffle house catered it mm-hmm. and yeah. um, elegant royal wedding. Yeah. And then there was my side of the family and then Jared's side of the family uh, was mostly dead. So there, they were, <laughs> it was the same it was Both same. sides were the
0: same side? It was
1: the same, same, same Yeah, so there was no sides. We didn't do the sides thing. We really couldn't. You go, yeah. Uh, yeah, And then everyone proceeded to black out on uh free uh well liquor. So mm-hmm. it's the exact same as that beautiful Belgian uh, wedding.
0: I uh, know. Uh, what was that? What was that vodka that we would get shit faced on? Burnett's uh, no, dude, it was worse than that. Whoa. Evan uh Mr. Evan Boston's. Man, there was, I can't think of the. It was like truly like if you put it
1: in your car, you could drive to. Texas oh, like grain alcohol. Yeah, it's, it might as well have been moonshine. Yeah, disgusting. Yeah, I know it's talking about. There's so many of them though, but yeah, they're all ever clear. That's what we drink. Oh drank. God, that, that is, is legit. Just That's grain what we alcohol. We would
0: chug in high school from a from a water bottle
1: in someone's closet. Uh, well, it's the. I mean, it, you know, it is similar because Belgian waffles, Waffle House, same. Mm-hmm. It's very yeah. It's, this is just giving me just beautiful memories, just flashbacks to my same wedding.
0: Sorry. You know, it, it's, it sounds great uh, though.
1: Good, yeah. For <laughs> I
0: mean, every wedding. <laughs> let me tell you this: as long as you got a DJ, it doesn't I, matter where you are. We're done with you. Go listen. A band is fun when you're 22 years old and it's your first time getting on stage and yeah. singing. Uh, rolling down the river what was it patina jernar yeah
1: yeah uh proud and mary then after, proud, proud mary, mary. Yeah. yeah
0: dog after that get you a band and then or i mean get or, you, get a, you DJ. a dj wait yeah. and here's here's i've been to two international weddings and i've had this though a dj then with a live sax player oh
1: have, have you ever had that pairing no that magical pairing did i explain oh. to you my wedding do you want me to read <laughs> remind you of what it was like because then my dj was dan weeks dan weeks uh, and from first f- season former, of former guest of the pod, first season um so yeah he what he did is um i told him a bunch of songs i wanted to play and then mm-hmm. he didn't and he mm-hmm. played what he wanted to play and then um he blacked out and left and then i had to find him because uh, he thought it was over <laughs> so i had to find him and then and then get him we had to slap him around and pour some water on him get him back There's in some so Everclear he, out of yeah pour some Everclear on him getting back there behind that booth uh so, so say it's exactly the same thing that's exactly Ugh. like having a live saxophone player
0: <laughs> oh you, you go <laughs> dude what was it just quiet all of a sudden and you looked down and the dj we did
1: the thing where we were slumped doing over? The, we were doing the fake exit so my friend, now the only fancy uh, thing at my wedding was a Lamborghini because my friend has a Lamborghini. And I was like, hey, remember how we hadn't hung out in like five years? Would you like hey, to you bring can... your Lamborghini to my wedding? Would you like to going to <laughs> a plus one? if uh, it's your Lamborghini. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, he, and we were, so we were doing the fake exit where we were going to get in the Lamborghini and for pictures so that we could drive around the block and come back and come back into the reception and keep partying. We made an announcement that it's not over. We're just going out for this. Those of you who want to stay, come back in. We're still partying until, you know, whatever. And then, uh, and then those of you who want to leave, that's fine, but we're going to do a fake exit. Everybody come outside. Dan thought that that, it was over. And then just, and then you just, just. Like he took his last couple on the shots floor. and died yeah, somewhere outside and we had to find him and I've bring seen, him back in. I've
0: seen you, yeah. you, you, you read the Bible and you think there's miracles in there. Do you know how many times I've seen Dan Weeks come back alive in my eight years of doing comedy? How many, how many Dan, Dan Weeks Easter's? How many Dan Weeks Easter's? Yeah. He, he had to he rhythm on the seventh hour of every Friday night. Um,
1: what a legend. oh um, man, Okay, sorry. So yes. I just of a little bit of a little bit of a man. bit of a little bit of a of y'all's came from the states though? of
0: a little I of a little bit of a little bit
1: That's that's little bit of a little bit That's a little bit
0: of a little Yeah. of a little bit of a
1: little Oh yeah, what are it's Belgians just, like? I don't even I don't even know who to picture. I, I picture blonde, what, blonde, tall, white people. That's what I picture, but I don't know.
0: No, I think that's, that's more Swedish. Netherlands. No, yeah, yeah they're dark. Uh, well, Belgium. I, I learned this. Belgium was part of the Netherlands until uh. war, Warp with Warpool, war, war, war Liverpool, Warpool.
1: Doesn't <laughs> matter. Whirlpool. Whirlpool appliances.
0: We. <laughs> Where's the battle? What, what? And so, exactly. And uh, and then they broke off. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh,
1: okay, so I didn't know that. No, you know what they are? The here's, how I, here's
0: what I would describe them. They're very sweet. They're very chill. They are very, oh, dude, they do not get sarcasm. I think it's a, they don't pick up on sarcasm. They're so, mm-hmm. they're so, so sweet. Like, everybody tells you they love you. Like I, we took, I mean, there was an answer at this point, but we took a tour and Mm -hmm. every person, a part of the tour in the Heineken, like giving the tour, they'd be like, thank you for visiting us. We love you. I love you. I love you for coming. Like they all say, they all talk to you. Like they're, they're Papa taking you in bed at night. Like That's how everybody like you, like your barista is like, have a great day. I love you. You're special to me. And like it's it, <laughs> how it, uncomfortable were you with all that?
1: I I did you, uh, did you just leave uh, your body and float above
0: yourself? <laughs> I go. I've, I go. I've never. Oh. I've never heard the word love this much in one day <laughs> in my life. Please punch me in my face. I need to be reset. I don't like uh, <laughs> I gotta get you to New York immediately. Yeah. Oh, fuck yourself. I, You're a piece go of fuck shit. Fuck yourself. Don't look at me. Uh, fuck you, yeah, bitch. Don't, don't you? How dare you look at me? I cast a spell on you. Um, so yeah, they're all just like very, like, it's just so weird. Like, they're all like, thank you so much. You're so, you made my day so much better. You're so special. You like, that's just how they talk to everybody. That's um, wild. Yeah, they're so sweet. Okay, so then we go, we went to Paris for two days. We hung out on, underneath the Eiffel Tower. We went up to Eiffel Tower in the middle of the sun, sunset. The wind took off. Uh, we took flight. We didn't even have to go down. We just flew you down. just flew
1: down off the thing. Flew down off the uh, thing. Um, so y'all um, got there. All right, so I want to break down this day because I watched in your stories and I was like absolutely fucking obsessed with this day. I was like, this is so perfect. You you got, So y'all got there, what, like afternoon or morning? Oh, in Paris, yeah. When you got to Paris, you went straight to the Eiffel Tower, is what it looked like.
0: Yeah, yeah. We almost missed our train. Um, we ran there, uh, and then I was so. This is like the morning after the, the the wedding that we didn't get back till till three thirty a.m. <laughs> wow. um, so we almost missed our train. Uh, we make it to. Uh, where are we where did we take oh we had to take a train to brussels we did miss the train from brussels to paris because i had to get a snack sure and so yeah. we had to wait for the next one uh we lied about our tickets we stole two other people's tickets perfect uh we
1: we were nathan and holly and Love it. uh all sat... sounds very american you, you, uh-huh. You just, uh-huh yeah fat americans had to get their fucking snacks and then they stole yeah, was... somebody else's tickets <laughs> it's just, we're F- just, <laughs> just yeah sure <laughs> y'all are um,
0: so fucking stereotypical it's great we took we sat in like the co- the like delta plus of the train sure. Sure. um we uh we get there yeah we like unloaded our shit and like immediately just walked g- grabbed a bottle of wine uh, grabbed a street pizza and like sat underneath the eiffel tower all day long and, and then like, and then like somehow all the lines dissipated right, right before yeah. sunset, and we like flew up to the top. I, I would I think that that's it. when everybody would want to go. You would think up there. No, and then and you would think, and somehow it wasn't. And like we, I mean, I have videos of watching the sunset from the Eiffel Tower. Um, so cool. And then as we walked down, and we were right underneath the Eiffel Tower, this the twinkling started happening. So I yeah. have videos underneath the being underneath the t- Eiffel Tower while it's twinkling, uh, dude. It's all – maybe it's, like, because we were in, like, the very touristy part, like, right by the Eiffel Tower, but it's just yeah. the youngest, hottest people. Everyone's hot. Yeah. I don't think they let ugly people into yeah. that region of France. And they're all young. I mean, we were the oldest people. Yeah. People were offering to help us across the street. Like, everybody else <laughs> – You're so it Everyone else, it, <laughs> everyone else it. is <laughs> – everyone else is there to lose their virginity Uh, um and like they're all like super young the second night we ended up we ended up doing two nights underneath there because we we just failed to plan to do shit which was actually really fun we were just like there's no walk around um we uh this is my favorite this girl comes up to us like she has to take our to take a picture in front of the Eiffel Tower and she has American accent and we're like where are you from she's like San Diego and this guy walks up to her and puts her arm around her and he's and they like you know you can tell they're like there's some sparks and Kevin's like oh is this love and he goes oh we met in the hostel two nights ago he's like but I'm I'm in Florida and Kevin's like do you think it'll last and he goes we're gonna split ways in two days and she's like you never know you never know we, we follow each other on Instagram we we might goes, because I have a year left at UF and, and
1: <laughs> oh shit. we got to get them on the podcast. <laughs> I hope uh, you got her
0: information. <laughs> it was just, it felt so fun to watch uh young heartbreak happening in front, right, of, your in front eyes. of your eyes. Yeah. Yeah. And she's just so, she's desperate. She's desperate for him. That she, yeah. she wants her passport to Paris moment. Yeah. And you know, and I'm like, bitch, you're from California. You don't understand these Florida boys. It's yeah. not going to happen.
1: It's not going to um,
0: happen. No. Yeah. Because uh, he's a Florida boy but, now,
1: but he'll be a Florida man soon. And you can't, and he'll be a Flo- you can't hold he's on. He's a Florida to him. man
0: in training. Yeah.
1: Uh, yeah.
0: And so, the, um, you know, it's really fun to watch. Not necessarily love in Paris, but heartbreak in Paris sure. is more fun to um, take, have a backseat uh, to watching. Yeah. Um, so then we went to, we met our friends in Amsterdam. Okay. This is my favorite. This is this is how i like to travel so like we did like a dinner cruise in in paris which was i mean the most disgusting food a lot of the meat over there is like spam i can't it's like oh yeah they loved canned meats in europe it's so oh yeah and like we took this very fancy dinner cruise all the reviews are like pay for vip so you can sit at the front of the boat it, 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 it was a scam they got us they got yeah. us it was like spam served to you with 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 jelly on top uh, and you're watching like these kids on the boat like throwing it at their mom being like what the fuck is this mom take them back to jacksonville and, yeah. and uh, then play on their
1: ipads for the rest of the time right, I saw that right, right,
0: right. <laughs> yeah <laughs> oh man I, we watched that that family the, whole, the three kids just on their ipads and they're like And up next, we're passing Notre Dame. And their kids are like, Mom, I can't get PAW Patrol to work.
1: Uh, (laughs) Yeah. What a nightmare. So kids do not deserve shit like that. I'm sorry. Don't take kids on a European vacation.
0: Not yet. So, okay, but it's like, okay, that shit was like, it was cute. It was really fun. Yeah. But so then we get to Amsterdam. We didn't have anything planned. And like Kevin's like, I did this back after college. He's like, all you have to do is find a local and a boat and offer them some cash and they'll just take you around. And so we're walking around, we've had some muffins, we've had some fun, some little space space muffins. We walk around with our street wine, and uh, Kevin just walks, I, I spot this like blue boat, and I'm like, Kevin, go up to this man. As I'm, I'm across the street, I'm filming it. You watch as Kevin walks up to him, he takes a hit from his crack pipe and and then you see like and i'm like no 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 aboard, aboard, this isn't our guy this is not, that guy, guy. not that guy you see kevin like look at him nod and he looks across the street and gives us a thumbs up and we're like oh shit and so as we're walking up kevin approaches us and he goes hey just fyi this man is very high uh and he may kill us but i think it's worth <laughs> it and so and then we get on the boat i mean this man is fucking cracked out of his mind he might have stolen this boat do you and, think it was actual and then crack? He takes us- was he hitting a pipe or what? One thousand and ten percent. He would hit it and then he would shake. Oh a little bit. no! And that's my tour. That's the kind of tour I want in Europe, though. Yeah, so much. It's a, It's for gonna some, be quick. It's gonna be a quick tour. That's I just sure. want. I just. I just want a life or death situation. Like I don't. I don't want some like tourist experience. Where uh, they they do it? They do this tour every hour on the hour. I want it to be risky, and I want I want to feel like I th- I want to feel like this might be the end at every moment, and that's how I like to live my vacations.
1: I love
0: it. Um, so he took us around. He said his family had been here since the 1400s. We talked about the opium, opium slave trade. Had a lot of opinions about that. It was wonderful. I bet he did. I
1: bet he did. Uh,
0: Oh. yeah and and then that night we went to a sex show and uh we watched people have live sex on the stage it was my how was my, that my friend had never even been to a strip club
1: oh so just skip a strip club altogether go
0: straight yeah to i it. don't think she just, knew what was gonna happen so oh, the, the weirdest thing is that there was a group of girls in the front row at the yeah. show and they could not have been older than 14 <sighs> oof that that's was weird oh that's watching so them be like
1: Oh, is that where uh, it
0: goes? <laughs> yeah. My favorite, though, there was... So I wanted to see the banana show. They said it was a banana show. They didn't have a banana show. Do you know the, you know what the banana show is? Uh-uh. No. I'm not even going to tell you. I just want you to experience it. Do they was, stick this a banana in somebody? Stick a banana in... Um, oh, and eat it out of the person? They invite guys up to...
1: I have heard this. Out. I mm-hmm. have heard this. Yes, yes, yes.
0: Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. Uh, and it, it's all Russian back
1: to me now, but no, yeah. I've never it's seen it. But. Russian um, back... Um, yeah.
0: we got a, we got a ribbon show where I guess I saw a woman like put something up, up her vaginal. Like brow. a magician. And yeah. Starts pulling out a ribbon, the length of Texas. I mean, it didn't stop. She had, she had it wound around all of our necks at the, by the end. I mean, we were all, how did we she keep it locked in there?
1: That's don't what I don't know. know. It
0: kept coming out. Like, like, I mean, uh, it, it had to been amazing. three football fields length. And it was like all multicolored. That's incredible. I mean, she had, she had it, she had, she had boys, she had them on leashes. Like, I mean, I, it, I mean, I'm was, down, I'll go. This is, I, that's, that's worth my money. I was very impressed. Yeah. yeah. That's worth I my I mean, money. she was, yeah, she was, she was sliding down the pole. That was, it was lightly falling out.
1: Okay. Um, that's kind of cool. I kind of want to see that.
0: Yeah. It was gorgeous. Impressed. You know, yeah. um, I love art and, um, uh, that's that's you can't get finer art than that um uh, yeah don't you're not gonna see that at Cirque du Soleil.
1: no
0: and um only and, if something uh, goes wrong, wrong.
1: Yeah. yeah 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 yeah
0: um okay overall amazing experience we don't have that much time because you have to go and so i really oh, yeah. need to catch up on on um oh, your yes. your local throwdown yeah
1: so i i experienced a different type of um show this past week yeah so uh, you know we'll have to maybe touch base in a on the next catch up or something and just kind of like find out where it is now um i uh, local comedy drama yeah it's just it's all very silly and ridiculous and uh and i want to i want to preface all of this with this person might be going through something uh you know maybe having some sort of a personal emotional mental break i think uh, i think that's a little obvious but yeah um person i know pretty well Uh, i've known them for four years and they took my class four times i've spent lots and lots of time with this person i became very good friends after my first class
0: she pretty much put a down payment on your house
1: it's a lot of money truly a lot of tuition so yeah we became really good friends after the first time she took my class i really liked her thought she was super funny liked her family met her mom pretty soon after that hung out with her mom a whole bunch (laughs) like her brothers i uh she's been at my house a lot i've We've been places outside of comedy many a times together. Um, and then at some point about a year and a half ago, so this is for the listeners who are not in Atlanta. Anyone who's in Atlanta comedy knows exactly what I'm talking about. Y'all get this. Y'all all witnessed it go down online this past week. But those of you who don't, this all this is going to sound so weird and so uh, confusing and petty. But this girl started bullying another comedian in Atlanta. a Very good friend of ours um once again a lot of these people all came from my comedy class that's how they started stand-up comedy started bullying another girl for reasons unknown still to this day and then and i didn't say anything okay because i told our told our other friend hey i'm happy to say something online and she goes please don't this is my fight to fight let me do this I'll handle it privately and I said just let me at it let me get online I don't like what she's doing to you and when I say bullying y'all so what she did was she started calling clubs and telling clubs not to book this other comic and accuse them of being a joke stealer they're not a joke stealer at all what happened with the twitter too didn't she create a twitter oh, yeah she she claimed well no she claimed that this other person had been um stealing tweets and then everybody said, "Well." The clubs that she's messaging and the other bookers she's messaging, they're like, well, do you have any examples or evidence? And what she did is she found one tweet from 10 plus years ago from some obscure account that uh, was kind of similar in subject matter of one of this other person's tweets. Like not even word for word, not even Mm -hmm. close to it. And I'm sorry, millions of Twitter users and everyone's tweeting the same thing. But this was at a time that wasn't even on Twitter. So I'm like, what are we talking about? She had imagine no- the,
0: the, the links some people do go to, to stir the drama in, in comedy. It's who are not yet a, a, a great comic
1: yet. I'm like, what if you put that effort into writing jokes? What if you did, what if you did that instead? Right. And I'm like, what? So that's all beside the point. So just imagine. So not just that she did that. And then just, Tons of other stuff, just a lot of harassing text messages that would come all throughout the night. And then three hours later, she'd send them again. Three hours later, she'd send them again. She'd do this shit for days on it, and then she would stop. And then this person would hear nothing for like a week. And then she'd come back at it, do it again. This manic bunch of these crazy text messages. Then I know a bunch of stuff she said about this person outside because other people come to me. And they're like, hey, what's going on in Atlanta? And I'm like, yo, I don't even want to be in the middle of this. It's stupid. This was about a year and a half, almost two years ago at this point. And she moved on to the next victim. Then there was another one. Then there was another one. Then there was another. And honestly, almost every single one of them have been a guest on this podcast. (laughs) Every single person, I think, in this whole Mm -hmm. thing. So between all of it, there's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, now eight, and I I guess I'm nine, falling outs with this one particular... There is a common denominator (laughs) in this Mm -hmm. situation, and it is this one person... And somehow, every time something happens, she does something to somebody, somebody finds out, they call her out, and she immediately starts screaming bully. They're bullying me. Atlanta comedy is bullying me, which is hilarious. She 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 got online the other day <laughs> in this comedy group and said um, that she had a home invasion. Someone broke into her house, and she had to tell the police about the Atlanta comedy scene. And everybody's I like...
0: I can't imagine... <laughs>
1: being the a police, police officer,
0: officer's response that's all i can think of. It, they're like it it has to equate to when we sometimes are bombing at an open mic in a bar with four people and we yeah. go why did we choose this profession You're i'm right. imagining that police officer listening to this girl be like the Atlanta comedy scene broke into my house and he goes <laughs> the whole no scene I should no. have been a PE teacher. I shouldn't have done this. <laughs> why did I, I shouldn't? This? Why did I pick this profession? Because I have this? to. I have to legitimately write this in my notebook. The I'm Atlanta sorry. comedy
1: scene. Question mark. Question, <laughs> question mark. mark. Question is mark. Is what even is that? What does that mean? Is that yeah. a, is that a gang? Is it's... there com- wait? There's comedy in Atlanta. <laughs> like wait, what? I I heard it's not great according to Matt Rife. I don't. even. <laughs> yes, I'm a big follower of Matt Rife. I thought.
0: Yeah, was it Matt
1: Rife? <laughs> We haven't even talked about Matt Rife. We, have we haven't even talked about Matt Rife. Dude, you know what? I want to make that that Venn diagram, that meme that's like <laughs> Matt Rife beef with Atlanta Comedy Scene. <laughs> that's what it's we need. So we good. need that meme of the two arms, the ones that are like, you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm going to make that. I'm going to make that today. Oh, God, it's so funny. Oh, it's so funny. So. All this to say, there's too many details to even get it. We do not have time to get into all the just bizarre parts of all of this that have happened over the past. Give me one year and a half. Well, that was the craziest one. Was her accusing the Atlanta comedy scene of breaking into her house? That and and said that a comic peed on her door handle of her car. We don't know who. I don't. I thought her beef was with mostly women. Do you know how hard, how hard it would be for one of us to piss on her door handle? For like. And also, how do you know someone peed on your door handle unless you watch them do it? Do you go? Do you lick your door handle? Do you smell it? Do you have a piss tester in your purse and you wipe it on your door handle? How do you know? What are you talking about? I just the people
0: comics are lazy. Like we don't. Nobody has the time. No, no. For this level of beef, that's of beef exactly. Unless you're Crystalia and you're creating a cult of young women sex cult, that's the most. That's the most. Uh, inspiring thing about Crystalia is that he, is that that's a yeah. comic with a, a real go-getter comic. Really and go-getter most attitude. comics yeah. don't have that much energy. So. None of uh, us. There's none of us. None of, and no, nobody cares that much
1: about anyone and else. And we're all so self-absorbed. None of us yeah. are thinking about the other ones the, the way that they think. We're thinking. No one's sitting around wondering what the other person, another comic in the scene is doing. We don't give no. a fuck. Unless you book something. And then we're like, do you, who books that? Can I be on your thing you book? That's the most right. interest we have in another comic. Can you yeah. book me on a thing? Cool, thanks. We might. We <laughs> I'm might so be... desperate for stage time. Can you help me out? Me we time. we will
0: roast and rift in a green room, and that's that's as far as it goes. No that's one's it. going to break into homes and pee no, on car doors.
1: No, no. We have
0: another open mic to go
1: to. We it's gotta three get... a.m. We got to perform (laughs) in front of these three drunk people who wandered into the bar and comedy is happening at them. We have to perform for them. Okay. (laughs) Comedy is happening at them. So, so it's all just the the shit. You're so thousand percent right about that. Like nobody has this kind of time and that's, what's been the most bizarre thing of all. So then let's fast forward to three days, three, four days ago, I wake up to boom. Now I'm the latest victim. Now I am the one now, not, and what's funny is we know on this end that, she is the bully. Everybody knows that. She screams bully all the time, but she is the only one actively doing it. Everyone has screenshots of her messaging bookers and um, clubs and all the shit, talking shit about other comics. No evidence of her being bullied. Not one piece of evidence on the internet. The only thing people will have at this time is what I did the other day. So I got sick of it. I woke up and people were like, well, you're the next one. You're the next one who's bullying And I was like, how? I don't even know what she's doing or where she is or what's going on. I thought she moved to LA. Everybody, like, I thought she was done. I thought, what are we doing with her? I'm sick of this bullshit. And then, so she's going on her Instagram, posting shit about me saying, calling me the biggest bully in Atlanta comedy (laughs) and how I suddenly, I've known her for, like I said, four years. She took my class four times. We've hung out a million times. I've got four years of text messages with this chick. Um, Nothing but niceties. Nothing but, hey, gorgeous. Hey, sweet girl. Hey, sweet girl. Hey, love. Hey, this. Hey, that. Blah, blah, blah. I had her close out shows for me before. I took her on the fucking road with me. I've done all this shit. And she said that the second she got off stage, she was celebrating her four year comedy anniversary. She said, the second I got off stage, my teacher in quotes um, called me a fuck up. And I was like, huh? What? And then, she, and then people start messaging me. They're sending me all this shit because I would have never seen it in a million years. I didn't fucking care. Everybody sent it to me and they're like, she's saying this. And I said, is she talking about me or is she talking about one of my TAs? Because I would never have said that ever to a human being. I don't even use the word fuck up and and so we we narrowed it down people were like oh no this is actually her story she tells about you she tells people all the time recently that because this is a news she needs more attention so now it's lace Layerby called me a fuck up and 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 then she go, and then uh this other person who gave me the info also a former guest of the pod also a former victim she said um she said oh yeah she also tells people that as soon as people do well outside of your class that you don't help them anymore and i was like it's actually the exact opposite i only work with the people who are doing well it doesn't look good on me to not work with people who are doing well i was like what are you saying what and and so i said you
0: are in stand-up comedy. You are in the business of stand-up comedy. You are not working for a corporation that has an HR department. Stop being so goddamn needy. Every, this is an individual sport. It's an individual sport. Nobody is here to hold your hand and pat you on the
1: fucking back. That's right. Okay, we, people are lucky you, as fuck that I teach this comedy class, that I offer the information that I offer. I shouldn't don't, even help the people that I fucking help. Honestly, you don't owe anybody anything no. beyond
0: the class that they
1: have. That's what there. I'm saying. After class, I do a lot for people, and I—I sh- I mean, I don't have to, and I'm not trying to pat myself. On. I'm by far not perfect or anything. I also am only in stand-up comedy. I'm not a fucking corporation whatever. So I finally call her out because I'm sick and tired of her bullshit. So I go into this comedy group, 700 and something members, and I finally call it out. And should I read what I said? Yeah. I don't. With a screenshot of what she don't said? Hear it. I said, Hey fam, bullying seems to be a topic of combo in this group from time to time. And I've kept my mouth shut for long enough. So here goes. My name and my comedy class are currently being dragged through the mud on both social media and word of mouth. I've had so many comics contact me both in and out of town that it's ridiculous at this point. I'm being accused of calling this former four-time student of mine a fuck up when they got off stage at a graduation show. It's also been brought to my attention the same student claims I don't help my former students if they're, quote, doing well. So are there any other current comics slash former labbers in here who'd like to air their grievances or besmirch my name or my business? Because now's the besmirch. time. Besmirch. Besmirch, man. I'm so proud of that, that word. good. So P.S. side note, uh, Morgan and I decided that I am going to be starting a company uh, where it is um, – uh, it's t-shirts and stuff. it's called this merchandise yes so cool. okay. <laughs> so. I don't even know what it means but I love it so much it's uh, so good it, is that Flemish <laughs> So I said, I'm happy to handle this here because unlike some people, I'm not a bully who blocks comics online for no reason, turns around and messages clubs to tell them to not book those comics, falsely accuses people of being joke stealers, tells the police that the Atlanta comedy scene should be a suspect in my home invasion, or regularly posts vague bullshit on my social media, accusing everyone of bullying me without one single iota of evidence, all while being an actual bully. And for the record, I have never called a student of mine a fuck up to their face. And to their face <laughs> and then proceeded to uh rush like wildfire through the atlanta comedy scene and beyond i'm sure and then she finally jumps in and says some shit to me which is so funny catherine there are so many screenshots and everybody else the second she responded to me she went in there and just went on a manic rant and just said all kinds of crazy shit and people started screenshotting she went back in and edited it multiple times there are multiple versions of screenshots now. Where she went and added more things, added more things, added more things. <clears throat> That's just nothing even makes any sense whatsoever. And essentially, I did it publicly, half publicly, because this is the type of person you can't deal with one on one. Obviously, there's just too much evidence of that. And I didn't want to go fully, fully public because she doesn't. I, this is not for the general public. I don't want to have to drag it. What she did to me, she she put my shit on public whatever but i went into this group to do this because i needed her to see from her peers what she's fucking capable of and what she's saying because there were a handful of people she had believing that she has been being bullied non-stop by atlanta comedy yet she's the only one that's saying shit about people publicly it came down to i think my favorite thing is people pointing out what comics don't talk shit about other comics that's half the fun that's why we're in this like if there's never been it's the biz i think Brittany or or Aaron. somebody said somebody said there's never in the history of comedy had two comedians in a room where shit wasn't talked about another comedian
0: uh, that's just half the fucking fun we're all narcissists we're all All of us self-absorbed narcissists you you're not we're not not we're not running a soup kitchen here right we're that's fucking the begging comedy. for attention you're, you're a stand-up comic what are wow we do- wow wow boo 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 thank you fucking it- put more goddamn effort that you are into to blame everyone for bullying you into writing some goddamn jokes and it doesn't matter what fucking people say about you if you're undeniable on stage
1: if you're undeniable their shit. that's right that's right who gives a
0: fuck why are you putting so much energy into bullshit
1: I even feel like I am embarrassed that I even that that I had to bring it to this level and even talk about it because I'm bigger than all of this shit. I am beyond all of this shit. But at one point, once she drug my name into it, I was like, "Thank God, I can finally handle this." Because all those other people that she's been fucking with, they didn't really they didn't, they haven't been around long enough. They're still worried that if they say the wrong thing, they're not going to get booked. They're not going to do this. I don't give a fuck. I've already earned my, I've, I've earned my spot. I, I I. can't, you can't, you're not going to, what's the word I'm trying to say? you're not going to ruin my career at this point. Like yeah, I, I'm, I'm good. I'm
0: saying that you're going after other people's careers because you're not, you're insecure
1: about your own because you're about your own. That's what's so fucking crazy to me. Like it's one thing to talk shit about people. It is another thing when you actually are fucking with their bookings and you're calling other people and telling people not to do it's, it's so wild. So I guess at this point, I'm the only one who it needed to be said by me because nobody has called her out in the past year and a half of her doing this shit to people no one called her out because they were afraid because she was a booker she was running a quote festival at one point she was doing all this so she acted like she had more um uh status than she did and people were scared and since I posted that so at first I was like I almost deleted it immediately because I was like this is so fucking stupid I'm too big for this I don't need to be doing this I started immediately getting text messages from people saying, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Not only that messages from people who were saying, here's what she did to me. Here's what she did to me. Here's what she did to me. Here's what she-. and I was like, what the, I mean, 10 times more shit than what I even knew about. And I was like, good. I'm glad I fucking called her out. You know what? Fuck it. And she can get mad at me. She can call me names. She can go move to other cities and new scenes and start her bullshit again. Eventually, the 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 sheep's wool comes off and people see the wolf underneath they'll they'll fucking see you can't escape you wherever you go you can't move to a new scene we've both you and i've seen it happen a million times people come in start drama do crazy shit and blame everybody else and then run off go somewhere else and to do the same thing and then do the same thing and then do why why it's happened a million times
0: put effort into creating shit do you like comedy or not like that's my thing you just like the drama you like like drama warp your shit on stage stop Work fucking shit. worrying about everything else it's just such a waste of energy so, in life yeah like go do something else with your life then dog yeah fuck
1: go write a reality
0: show script or something you're really good at that shit but if you're mad because you're not right on you're mad about your career you're focusing on the wrong shit
1: yeah and it's yeah. never
0: that's never going to get you where you want never. it to be by just trying to knock other people down because you're insecure about your own shit. Just well, fucking get out of the biz, then it's not for you.
1: My favorite. If you'd is, rather start drama than work on your own fucking comedy. Here's my favorite. She just her her excuse was, which ne- by the way, I've never once, like I said, even said fuck up. My favorite response was Ian Aber. <laughs> he says in the comments. Lace did call me a fuck cup once (laughs) a fuck cup (laughs) I was like that's the funniest thing I've ever heard thank you so much Um, yeah it was great everybody else's response (laughs) I mean that was my favorite part of all of it was like Jeff Dollar jumped in and was like um, he's like yeah one time Lace was late to one of our shows because she had to rescue a baby squirrel off the street she's a real piece of shit (laughs) <laughs> and somebody's like, oh, Laura Knight got on there and she goes, I wish you'd call me a fuck up, and it it's like a bunch of hearts. <laughs> nate allen's like let's punch me in the face one time and it was fucking incredible
0: <laughs> and it was like, inspiring
1: yeah it was inspiring just i got, I lo- a, I got a new five <laughs> yeah i love comedians like i seriously i love this and then there's always gonna be some fucker though but they have to be called out publicly at some point point. and you know what fuck it i'll take the i'll 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 take the bullet i'll do it i'll be the one i don't want to actually take the bullet i feel like she will actually kill me um but yeah i don't know it's it's I not guess. interesting to everybody else but she did label me as the biggest not only the biggest bully in stand-up comedy um but the biggest bully she's ever met in her entire life
0: hey lace as you are a formal pageant queen it's nice to have a new title i
1: thank you I, you know what thank you it is very yeah. nice but, it's been a while since I've had a yeah. title so
0: put your put your little tiara back on your head and what, walk it's around back here you you've just been crowned the biggest bully oh and, man in the Atlanta comedy scene and here you are breaking and entering and
1: breaking people's hearts and entering their homes and bringing a stool with me so I can pee on people's door I, it wasn't yeah. me accused of pissing on her door but I wish it was honestly um, Your little chica, yeah uh guys so I wish her the best I hope she gets the help she needs um I don't know what's going on those of you who are not in comedy you're like what is what are these people even talking about it's pretty stupid, but, um, it was a wild, Dude, fun ride. It was, this, it was all, this
0: biz, this biz yeah.
1: draws, um, uh, the, the, um, it, it draws the strongest the, of personalities. Oh, a thousand percent. But what's, what's crazy is it draws the most interesting people you've ever met in your or the, the coolest, most inspiring people you've ever met in your life and the fucking weirdest, most desperate people you've ever met in your life. And somehow Very that rich. all connects and, and. You know, some, you can succeed either way, but... It's combusting. Everything goes combusting a million times. I will say,
0: though, I I do think sometimes if people just stopped worrying so much about that people have shit that they don't have, and you just put, use that little bit of energy and effort into focusing on something else in your shit, you will be more proud of whatever you created using that energy than you will attacking somebody else because you're insecure where you're at yep so just uh, there's always going to pe- be people beyond where you're at and there's there's always going to be people that you're jealous of I'm, we're always that's there right. always take that fucking jealousy always take that and put that into something to benefit you and your career and you will be more proud than you are creating some drama that that you, make you feel shittier about yourself than, than where Thousand you're already percent.
1: at Ugh! i just wish i didn't have to be the one that like had to do it but fuck it it's it's over it's done well it's not over because she's insane but you know it is what it is um okay well uh Guys, two trips two trips that's man that's been that to and describe. that's been the belgium tea and that's been the belgium tea uh i also have got to walk out the door but um yeah that's great this was a fun meaties i really enjoyed it great meaties um i can i say my shows i have shows coming oh please up in- what are your shows
0: in Utah, West Jordan. It's right outside Salt Lake City uh, at Wise Guys this weekend, July 7th and 8th. Next weekend in Austin, Texas at Creek and Gate, July 14th and 15th. And then a bunch of other stuff coming out.
1: Um, uh, go to com for tickets. Where are you going to be at? Uh, July 6th, I am going to be at uh, Headline in Denver, Comedy Underground. Uh, July 15th, um, Jackson. Tennessee, two shows that night. It's going to be fun. The next week, 19th through the 23rd, you can catch me in Vegas hosting the Live America's Got Talent. Then I'll be in Brevard, North Carolina, July 29th. And then back in Vegas the next week, you can catch me there, August 2nd through the 6th, uh, hosting the AGT Live. And then August 11th, I'll be in Charlotte, North Carolina. And then I'll be in North Carolina again in September. Anyway. We have all of our dates up on our websites and all that good stuff. Uh, so go see us. Um, it's going to be fun. I'm just excited to see all the uh, the Mormons that are come come protest your show based on all of your uh, mm-hmm. your promotions. Yeah, might have up. A, little, might a little too hard. You went a little far, and I love it. You went hard. You, go, you, you chose a side, and you went for it, and I'm very excited. I really, did. I really yeah. did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, yeah. I might have been a little amateur there but that's but, but listen hey they won't be able to catch you you can just run because their long jean skirts will mm-hmm. keep them from being able to catch up with you and
0: they, they so don't have good. much
1: spread no they spreads. really don't just go, yeah. Oh, 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 yeah when you start hearing that start at chafing. the night just know that those are the denim skirts coming after their you. bonnets do make them a little more aerodynamic aerodynamic though. i know and you're that's, right that's an right. advantage yeah. yeah but you will so hear we'll them see. coming you will hear yeah. them coming <laughs> all, all right, right y'all we love all you Toodles! Bye! Bye! If you've enjoyed this episode of Cheaties Podcast please subscribe, rate, and review wherever you listen.
0: And if you've been cheated on or you have cheated you've got a cheating story that we want to hear. Leave us a teaser voicemail at 888-STABBY-8 That's 888-782-2298 And hey, while you're at it, why don't you go ahead and follow us on Instagram at Cheaties Podcast Follow me, Lace Larrabee at Lace Larrabee. And follow me, Catherine Blamford at It's Catherine Blamford. Stay stabby. Go to your ready made horse. That's all you're good for.